the Frames Per Second Podcast. You either lost crazy or both. I need to talk to Nick. What's in it for me? You may need a favor someday. I like when you only favor slow. It is going down. You step to Greasy Uptown. Yo, you ready to put in this work? Make sure you feel that on the well. What's going on? It's your boy Nikki Duce, aka Mr. No Disrespect. You now tune into the Frames for Second podcast. In this episode, we are continuing on our weekly recaps of the latest series coming from Stars and the Power Universe, Power Book Three, Raising Canaan. And joining us, we got the whole crew, but a special guest, but also family of Dead End. A pillar of dead end himself, Mr. FIFO 24-7. How you doing, sir? Man, what it do, what it do. Love having you on these power episodes. Yes, but sir. we all finally together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, we was together last year. Yeah, we were yeah. once before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were? Once yeah. Upon a time. Yeah. 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 I, only, I only skipped like one. Mm-hmm. Well, um, this episode is dedicated to the recap of Level Up. We are six episodes deep in this first season of the new series. But I think two more left. Um, and things are getting really interesting. So I'm curious to hear what y'all have to think about this episode. I'll start with you, Bifo. Trials and tribulations. You know what I'm saying? Like on, on your on your destination, on your journey, you know what I'm saying? Like it, there's always going to be shit that you got to deal with. And that's what you're seeing right now. You know what I'm saying? So I enjoyed it. What about you, Rob? Shit dope, man. <laughs> <laughs> shit just dope. No, I enjoyed it. Thanks. <laughs> Shit just got real. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought this episode was cool. I thought it kind of. I thought episode five was a little bit better than this one, but this one definitely kind mm. of passed the torch along a little bit more. Um, we start off with uh, Raquel, who's like we. I think we all agree is the best character on this show so far. Um, dealing with her new stash house. And the fact that it, the building that she has it in the elevator doesn't even work. So she has to literally walk f- up multiple flights of stairs to get there. And then we see that the city inspector who her landlord uh, word, uh, warned her about is up there and he's have, going crazy about all the new changes she made. Um, was this, as soon as you seen this uh, inspector, did y'all know like, all right, she gonna have to kill this nigga? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Did he look like Bun B to y'all? Bun oh. B? He did look like oh. Bun B to me. Oh, he ain't look like Bumby to me. Okay. Oh, anyway, nah. but yeah, yeah. Once he <laughs> once he started talking crazy, yeah, that was a given. Mm-hmm. Talking about alone, like you and me, nigga. What other type of alone is there, nigga? Yeah, he, what's wrong with you? He oh. emphasized it too much. I, I was like, I was, was really waiting for the um the the building manager to be like, that's not what you want to do. That's not like to <laughs> warn him. Be like, no, not you don't want to do that with her. Mm-hmm. But, I didn't. You know what? Like. I didn't think that. I thought this was. I thought this scene. I thought this scene was interesting because I was like, "Oh shit, how's she gonna get out of this one?" Really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't understand because you got the. It's not just him. It's the city. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he's just a representative of the city. So if you off him, I mean, somebody else is gonna come or somebody else is gonna be assigned to this building. So when I saw this, I was like, "Damn, now this is a tough one. She gonna have to get around. Like how's she gonna get around this one?" So I'll be really curious to see how they, if they even choose to play this out. But to me, they got to. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So that so if they have to, it's like, 
she just gonna fuck up every every inspector that comes. Like like I, that's what I didn't understand. I don't, I don't think so. I'm jumping ahead. I don't want to jump oh, yeah, too, but I don't yeah. think that she anticipated on having to kill him. I thought she bought because for me, I was like, he's she's not gonna be there. She's just gonna send somebody in to handle mm-hmm. him. So I think she honestly thought she could pay him off to shut up. Yeah, yeah. So sure. and she just brought the gun for protection because you it just in case it goes wrong. But Raquel made a lot of mistakes. Like I think she she's starting not made a lot of mistakes, but she's having to deal with like some shit that she really didn't plan for and. I don't think that she anticipated having to kill the dude. It's like what he said, trials and tribulations yeah. or whatever. But like, but again, like, like I, I, I know what y'all are saying. Like once he got to talk and I was like, okay, now I see the out. She could just pay him off. So that that's when, when I saw that, I was like, okay, cool. But you know, jumping ahead when she actually killed him, it was like, oh shit. But so she did how it. She didn't? Well, well, he, he's, he's dead. Yeah. Whatever is what I'm saying. Like, so somebody has to replace him. As an inspector, that's what I was thinking too. Like yeah. this, this is more kicking the can than solving a problem. Which mm-hmm. is why I think she thought if she paid him off, problem solved. Yeah, like he's just sure. quiet. But I don't know why, based on the way he came at her, why she would have thought he would have just taken the money and been cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe she she just underestimated him. Yeah, I think that was but one, that's what I'm that saying. That was her His- only mistake in this episode, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, again, it, it goes to the point of trials and tribulations because, like, w- w- when you are that person in the in the neighborhood and, you, and you're the drug trafficker, um, some people you can pay off, some people you got to off, some people you got to negotiate, mm-hmm. some people you got to give a little bit of your territory, and then some motherfuckers you, you know, you just you you got to deal with whatever you got and whatever the outcome becomes, then you deal with that and mm-hmm. I think that that's essentially what happened and we're just seeing that everything is right now they're going through growing pains you know what I'm saying because they're they had it one way and now the shit ain't that way and now you got to go to plan B, C, D and we're seeing how you know plans don't always go according to plan but I also think Raquel's making some mistakes along the way and I think her well I, we'll get we, there no we can yeah. get there because it's um, called experience I want I want I like how we Raquel is attached to this other story as well, as far as Lulu. Right. Um, and I think maybe you were going mm-hmm. on this day as far as he's now paying the bills for Crown Studio and everything, even the mm-hmm. back shit mm-hmm. that, Man, that's that, old money too. That nigga paying a damn light bill, goddamn. Right. God damn. Back bro. pay too, goddamn. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, that's crazy. And this is Lulu literally saying like, "This is my way out," or "This is another clean business that we don't have to attach to the mm-hmm. other shit." Um, but. Raquel is kind of like, nigga, we need money now and you over here spending money. What are you doing? Do you see this? Do y'all see this as a possible like beginning of the bridge between or like the the parting of them as being like, this is my right hand and this is the one who's in in, uh, in control? Because Lulu seems like he's kind of trying to slither away from the whole shit in general. Lulu feels like ghost. Lulu is even killed. Lulu is like, look, I know that this gangster shit ain't going to be forever. So let's look at different opportunities. Um, and I think that he has just a passion for music. So seeing this, to me, it just it reminded me uh, of Ghost and everything that he dealt with, with trying to be, you know, steps ahead and everybody trying to keep them in where they at. And it's mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. We could deal with that. But, but what's the you point? You of a ghost. I never even thought about him being ghost, but that's a good point. You know, when you're stuck in that game and 
you're the one that's even killed and you you see like, okay, well, shit, we can't do this forever. What what else are we going to do? And uh, he has that and nobody else has that right now. So it's very interesting. And where Raquel's messing up is she's not at least respecting it. Yep. Like she needs, I get it. I think the combination of it being her brother's and then also the combination of her being a woman and have to really flex her power in order to be respected. I think that she's undermining him and doesn't even realize it. And so there's a lack of respect that she has for him in his perspective, which everybody's picking up on and therefore disrespecting him in the process. And I think that's what's going to lose him. Well, she's one track minded. Yeah, she, mm-hmm. but she kind of made up for it at the end. Or no, like, she didn't. At the showcase, she was like, "Look, you do." That's, what you that's got. when she made the ultimate fuck up. All she did was walk up and niggas bowed down to her, not him. Mm-hmm. And her response is, "I'm proud of you, though, like a mother." Mm-hmm. Was, well, we know that she's doing that to Marvin because even Marvin, like before he's even killing the dude, is like doing a cheap confession mm-hmm. to being like, "This shit is getting on my nerves." They not utilizing my talents or whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. So I think she's starting to. Yeah. She's losing both that of them. That weight is, is becoming a little bit too heavy. Yeah. Well, it's one thing to be um, a drug dealer. It's one thing. It's another. It's completely different to being a leader, you know? And then you add the pressures and all of the extraness that comes with being a drug dealer in the streets and all of that. Um, you're buying a fuck up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You're buying the fuck up. She's never been in this situation, in this position before. Um, and that's why I, earlier I said experience, you mm-hmm. know, um, you got to go through some shit to be able to come out the other side and be like, okay, well, this is the better way to handle it. And she's not handling it in the best way right now, you know, but um, because she, she's because all three of them are relatively young. Like I would have to assume like all three of them are like 35 or under. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. you, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, so this right now, what they're dealing with, man, like I, I just... They got to fuck up, you know, like it, it's just it's part of the game. It's, you know, losing part of the uh, the stash house and having to deal with the, the city inspector. All of that shit is part of the game. And, you know, you're going to you're going to win some and lose some. But it's how you react to mm-hmm. what happens. You know what I'm saying? I think that's kind of where Raquel is right now. Right. What do you think about how Raquel dealt with Dean in that whole situation as far as mm. losing that connect? Or what do you think she will have to deal with now that she's lost the connect? Um, she's already thinking of another plan to get get more product by going through the uh, bodega chick and finding out. I guess that's a different plug is what I gathered. You know what I'm saying? So she's like, okay, got to make another move. Got to find another plug. You know what I'm saying? Because he clearly made it seem like, no, your ass is cut off. Were you surprised? Mm-hmm. Were you, were you, was it surprising that she was surprised that she got cut off by Dean for after what she did? Because she was the one that um, paid off his bodyguard to tell him where Neek's stash was mm-hmm. or the re-up was so the cops can. I mean, yeah, that's not surprising. I mean, that that guy's going to find out what you did. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's not surprising that he cut her off. You know what I'm saying? So I just thought it was dope how, how he went about it. He just, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just real gangster. Mm-hmm. He's like, it ain't no it ain't no conversation here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're done here. Yeah. Right. Hey. <laughs> I love that scene. I love the way they shot that. You can still hear him in the back and she just walking away. I was just like, golly, that's crazy. I have a question. Did anybody else peep? Like he turns his Mm -hmm. grandma's hair hearing aid off. But the bitch heard when she won bingo. But see, I think she didn't hear. I think they were just playing into it that she really didn't win. That's how I took it at least. I thought thought every now and then he has her win because that's his grandma. That's what I'm saying. That's what that's what it was. Like the I game think, is fixed. Got yes. it. I yeah. was like, wait a minute, oh, I'm confused. The bitch been hearing everything 
he been mm-hmm. saying. He's like, today, yo, lucky day. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, where am mm-hmm. I really the queen mm-hmm. pin? What is going mm-hmm. on? <laughs> nah, they was like, he was like, if she says bingo. It's a damn bingo. <laughs> So I thought that was I thought that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Man, that was a dope scene. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was real. And she couldn't do nothing but walk away and accept mm-hmm. and take her lumps because mm-hmm. she knew she had fucked up. Yep. And I think I, I I don't think she was surprised. I just think she needed confirmation that you knew what I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And can I say something to get back in? Mm-hmm. So I don't mm-hmm. really think she was necessarily surprised. Just trying to see how she could fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she played the cards that was dealt. She mm-hmm. just wanted a, another shuffle, and Buddy was like, "Nah, mm-hmm. that was it's not day. happening." Nah, mm-hmm. Ken, is it smart for her to go through the bodega lady's wife or the bodega owner's mm-hmm. wife? Yeah, I think one of y'all said it. Um, you know, last week on a previous episode that Gabriel is gonna get it, mm-hmm. and you can see it on her face when she said, "No, I'm talking to you. I ain't talking mm-hmm. to Gabriel. I wanted to get it from you." And she started a little smirk on her face mm-hmm. and shit. I was like, uh-oh. So she's empowering her yeah. mm-hmm. to um, to take more control. Mm-hmm. So, and, um, and if she make that happen for her, she's going to take care of it. Yeah. Oh, 100 yeah. Loyalty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I brought you in this it's game, like you I'll take your you ass, out. You getting your ass beat and you still did this for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I see the bruises on your face, but even though I asked you this, you still came through for me, even if, it, if it's going to cause, um, you know, more division between you and your husband. So I was just like, oh shit. Like, she and the Well, she that might gives her power too. So, mm-hmm. you know, at that point, she will be untouchable mm-hmm. once she makes that connection. Right. Because she becomes an asset. Yeah, right. Exactly. Now, I wanted to ask you since today, as I'm looking through this like outline, I'm like, oh damn, this was really all about Raquel this whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to ask you, what's harder to deal with for Raquel? Um, her ex or her current? dude that she's seeing her ex as far as detective howard and the current dude she's seeing as far as symphony um i think that it would be even though it's not it's not really shown to be exactly how much of a problem it could be but i think the ex the cop is more of a problem i think that symphony is just feeling the 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 repercussions of her stress like her beef really isn't with symphony symphony is not disloyal to her symphony was just looking out for her kid which to which he said is like me looking out for you too so i don't i really think that she's just the stress of the situation is being let out on him but the cop has the opportunity to really fuck up the relationship with her son like when she was fixing his tie and talking about the situation with her, his dad and did you ever miss? He had the opportunity to have a father in his life this whole time. Mm-hmm. And you took that from me because of your your situation in the streets. How is he going to react to that? So I think that the cop has more potential to fuck up her situation than the symphony does. Unless, you know, I, I'm on my, I call, you know, I don't trust the nigga shit. So unless he's really like some other shit. But yeah, I think it's really the his cop. His ass was hurt. He, like, so that's he it. was. He was. I started warning up because like, he knew what he was losing. Yeah, he then like, he walked what? off head down, yeah. kicking. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was salty that night. Yeah, he, he thought was. He, he, he grabbed. Boy, he thought he was gonna get something that night too. Man, he grabbed that jack. He was like, "I'll take care of that." Then she was stormed off. Like, oh shit, you in trouble, mm-hmm. bro? Grab that coat and start running out that damn club. I told y'all, Detective Howard was gonna ask about that bone marrow. Oh yeah, Sam, yeah. yeah. Boy, he, mm-hmm. Next episode, ASAP. Ain't even said about to die. Shit, mm-hmm. hell yeah! Desperate in the moment. <laughs> the doctor bro. was like, "You looking back?" <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm about to die. I'm dying. 
Oh shit! Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a, a very insensitive for a doctor to say. <laughs> was like, was. She said, "Fuck it." Um, like, how much you feel? I was like, "You look down bad, bro. What is going on?" Uh, <laughs> Thanks, dog. That like, was bitch, hilarious. You know right? If anybody <laughs> knows, you know. know. You just help me get this this waiver. Right. <laughs> right. You know, they heard talking about the the possible kid or some shit. She was saying hypothetical, was like, kid. hypothetical kid. I was like, God damn. Um. Outside of dealing with Raquel this episode, this also episode deals with Lulu and the showcase. Most of the stuff mm-hmm. going around the showcase, which we know famous and jukebox are, are one of the highlights of. Um, what did y'all think about jukebox in this episode as far as we see Nicole again? Mm-hmm. I didn't think we was gonna see her right away after that Why last not? episode. Just cause it was just, it was a, it was a, that was a big moment for uh, Jukebox. You don't think we, I don't think any of us thought she was going to come back like that. Yeah, I was. After I that. Did. Especially not yeah. to her crib. She yeah. popped up quick in the hood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't uh, know she had her address. They, they thought she was lost. Yeah. She 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 did. I, I think I would have been more surprised if Jukebox would have went back. I don't you yeah, know. Yeah, I saying? didn't think so, that was on. Yeah, so, you know, Nicole coming to her spot, I wasn't that surprised. Mm-hmm. You know, n- nigga was 14, 15, 16 once upon a time. You're going to find a way. Shit. <laughs> hey, mama, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to Rod's house. Hey, bitch. I'm about to go Rod girl up. coming through. White girl coming through yeah. the hood. Lily White. She had to take yeah. about yes. two buses to get mm-hmm. through it. Everybody mm-hmm. asking, like, you you, in a, you, you lost? lost? You lost? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, white people come around there unless, you, unless you police, mm-hmm. unless you looking for that work. Or somebody mm-hmm. already know you. Yeah, that's the only that's way it. you get that power. I thought you were gonna die. That's what I was gonna say. Did you, what do y'all think about how their relationship will possibly, like, where it could possibly lead oh, to? Well, she shit. turned into a crackhead now, Bro. so she she well, we she know, a rap. It, it She's could, a rap. That bitch was singing was songs on the she bus, was. and like I don't yeah. ever want to leave you, crack. girl. Like that's a whole crackhead. That was already. a shenanigan blunt. Yeah, he he laced it with the crack. You yeah, he's holding the vial up. I didn't even see that. Yeah, he laced it. Yeah, he laced it with the crack. She hit that she, shit. She, her she, eyes got bugged yep. immediately. She thought she was cool. And then she was like, oh shit. Damn, this I was hoping like it was to be black. I was hoping <laughs> it would just be some. <laughs> I was hoping it would just be like some fire cook. That was the first time smoking like weed or some shit. Like, damn, nah. She that got, bitch is a it. whole crackhead. Shit. Mm. Damn, her love of her life going to be a crackhead. Yeah, bless her heart. And something going to happen. That's, that's mm. not a good look. I was not expecting it to go there. Right. But yeah. the other chick was like, "No, nah, I'm good." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody was trying to push him on her. What do you say? We're gonna have us some, uh, some. Damn, who did she say? Who did he say? That black uh, guy? Some beautiful uh, something babies. What did he say? Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet looking <laughs> babies. Yes. Oh shit. Um, we also see the uh, Detective Howard's partner follow jukebox around a little bit and I guess notice the Who relationship cares? between her. Yeah. Her and Nicole just uh, all over town just kissing and shit. I'm like, somebody, your daddy gonna pull up on you one day and say, what's up? Burke need to get shot in the head. Who was that? The, 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 the detect- white detective? The girl, the little girl. The woman? Yeah. I don't remember her name. She, yeah, she she do. So she's irrelevant to She story. is. She's just a waste. Unless she gonna turn into like this 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 show, Sax. Naomi, I thought she was a new character. Bless your heart. <laughs> you didn't know who she was. I did not know who she was. Oh, you are you serious? I'm dead ass serious. Cause I always saw her with Howard. Yeah, she's always. I always never seen her by herself. I ain't no <laughs> seen she ain't never been driving or nothing like that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I thought. I. I. I guess they were trying to give her some tie to this story. It's not working. I, so far. I, yeah. I honestly mm-hmm. didn't care. Um, I thought she was a new kid. I didn't know until Raquel walked up on her. That's hilarious. I was like, "Oh shit, that's the." Damn. But we see uh, Lulu went to go see uh, Unique, 
randomly before his before the show to, uh, was even going on to say like, look, I don't want no beef between you and Rock at the show. I want to be peaceful night and everything. And Unique was like, all right, cool, bet. <laughs> he is really like channeling Nino Brown, like for real, yeah. for real, for real. Why did Why did Lulu think that was gonna work? He had to try it. Did he have to? Yeah. No, he did. And, and, and it's just, it's his character. It's his character to be up front with you and be like, yo, let's let's hash this out so that way there's nothing wrong on the back end. You know what I'm saying? I just think it's the way Lulu does business. You know what I'm saying? You think he was trying to make a boss move by going to him like that? Because he ain't the top dog. He was like, the rock seeing you here? Nah, I don't think it was a boss move. I just think that he's looking out for his personal interests. Mm. You know, I think it, it's just something that because he stood up to rock the same exact way. You know what I'm saying? Mm. There, there, there was no wavering in how Tracks. he wanted this to go down. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He's still so, not rock though, but he Lulu. The, 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 and, 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 yeah, and, but Lulu got dismissed because he wasn't rock. Um, he, he, he low he key got he low key got dismissed. No, nah, because he was like, um, you know, all right, cool, no problem. You ain't gonna do nothing. So in front of Lulu's face. Um, Joey Bat, what, what, what the fuck is his name? Unique. Unique. Unique, Unique was copacetic. He was like, yeah, I he was lying. So the, here's okay. the question, though. Like, if they didn't have, what's the Bubblegut's name? If they didn't have Scrappy, if they hadn't sent him in, would he have been cool with it? Well, who had been cool would with it? Would Unique have, oh. have been um, cool with it? I think the only, the, the thing is, it just presented possible. an opportunity for Unique to flush out the rat mm -hmm. and it's so he took ass. that yeah he my, took that opportunity my thing also was it, it showed because the way the way Unique talked after Lulu left he was like was he made it seem like this reveals something about their operation that I didn't, wasn't privy to like like can you mention like did you see that as a boss move I, look, I looked at it as like oh Lulu ain't just no mm -hmm. yes man to this to Raquel like he can make all the moves himself like that could be a a way for me to break up their whole thing by kind of dividing them a little bit, like possibility. I don't know. I just I just saw that as like a interesting thing to do without him talking to Raquel about it. I do think it it did reveal that he has interests outside of this game. Mm -hmm. Now, whether or not it's that it's some discord already between the siblings. It, it presents an opportunity to maybe create some, but it just shows that he's doing things outside of Raquel's business. And does Raquel how like how much is Raquel involved in that? The only way that would have worked if he would have uh, obliged, and he didn't, because he sent them there, and then he basically wrecked the whole thing. So the favor that he was was going to get in the future in exchange for it is gone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He could have now in your scenario, he could have taken that and used that. In the future, but uh, yeah, so 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 unique didn't play this this card correctly, in my opinion, because you kind of you got to go as far as you can possibly go until shit is revealed to you, mm -hmm. and all he did was just fuck up the first play that was given instead of just play. Let's just play it out. Yep. Let's not do nothing. I let's, thought he was gonna do that first with the favorite thing. Yeah, but now, once he started monologuing, I'm like, oh. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and again, the way they're, they're building his character is um, potentially somebody that is smart, but is more reactionary. Hot headed. Hot headed. Mm -hmm. He killed his best friend. So now there, there, there's nobody in his circle. Everybody else now is just is just a yes man. And now everybody's scared as fuck out of him because he killed the one dude that could tell him no. So now any decision he makes, it, it, it's going to feel like it's 
it wasn't really thought out. But that dude also was on drugs too. It reminded, it reminded me heavily on the Nino Brown shit as far as he how he killed. Are you my brother's keeper? Yeah, type shit. true. But that's but again, that I, was I, the I only nigga that could tell that nigga, nah, bro, you tripping. I agree with you on that. Rod, um, did you still were you on the fence with Scrappy this episode still, even before knowing how it ended? We were on the fence with him. As far as um did you always believe he was working for Raquel at yeah, the whole time? Yeah, oh, you, yeah, didn't, you didn't think that it, he, at that Mm-mm. scene he was like, oh, maybe he's working with Mm-mm. them? No, nah, because, obvious. yeah, yeah, because, you know, she when she pulled him over and we mm-hmm. never saw that exchange or what mm-hmm. they said, next next scene, he's with right. him. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that was, that was obvious to me. So when we get to the event and we see that um, Neek's, uh, I guess, right hand or one of his main top lieutenants with Scrappy as they go in, did y'all, uh, did y'all know like, oh, this is how Scrappy gets exposed and it's going to end right here? I really didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know how this was going to go down. I thought maybe Scrappy would have ended up shooting that guy if he, if he tried to, you know, kill somebody he close to. And that would have been the end of that. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't know how it was going to play out. I thought it played out dope, though. Yeah. You Scrappy know. was in a tough spot. He yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did what he could, but he did it behind his back. And Wasn't that expected of him? Like, in that role, you're going to be in a tough spot if you're going to be a double agent? Yeah, but I don't I don't know how else he could have handled that without just fucking killing Lulu. He's not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So they're really, yes, it was a tough spot, but I don't think, the only thing he could have done better was be prepared that they're going to test me and mm-hmm. be a, be mm-hmm. the able to take the other dude out before he gets, you know, before he's the one who gets affected. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he just, he didn't plan accordingly, but there really wasn't anything else he could have done in that situation. Yeah, because I was thinking if anything, you know, he would have shot him and say he got caught up in a line of fire or some shit like that when he went back to Unique. You know, that, that's, the only, that's the only other way I would have saw it play out, mm. be honest. Yeah, yeah, because even uh, we'll jump a little bit to the end as far as uh, we see Scrappy get tossed on in front of the, in front of their house. Oh, baby. That whole exchange, because dude was like, we knew that you was a snitch. We just wanted to was see. Was he in a pamper? I think he's yeah. in a tidy white. I thought he was in a diaper, but I was like, nah, yeah. you ain't This is the put, 80s, right? You can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't. Yeah. Put yeah. No, no this is the 90s. I was like, yeah, niggas wore tidy whities in the 90s. I think they still was wearing them in the 90s. Yeah, I was like, damn, you can't put that nigga in a diaper. That's that's going too far. Oh, baby. So, so was he dead or not? That's what I was going to ask. I think he looked like. I wasn't sure. He looked like his mouth and stuff were moving. Yeah, I didn't know like his eyeball was moving. Like, I rewound mm. it a few times to see. Oh, yeah. Even it though was, his eyeball was closed, it looked like it was Are you surprised that they left him alive? Well, it's just from their reaction, it seemed like he did, especially Kane's reaction, like, oh shit, this nigga, you yeah. know what I'm saying? They just dropped the dead body. And then the gunshot him. too, like right before you heard him drop him yeah, off. So right. I, I don't know. It looked like his face was moving, maybe he was just acting better. If it was, he, he's about to die. Yeah, I Because they're not about to call the ambulance they for a nigga. His ass on his knees and shit like that. It, it looked like they dragged him. Yeah, yeah. Cause, cause they not gonna call the ambulance to the fucking Mm-mm. crib. They not Mm-mm. about to do that. Mm-mm. So he's, he, if he ain't dead, he about to die. I put it to you like this: If Unique and them didn't kill him, it's a major mistake. Major mistake. Really? Yeah. Why? Because um, either way, that's a start of more violence. It, well, because it, it's already it's very contentious the relationship. But now it's kind of like you off one of my guys, regardless of if I sent that nigga in or not. Like that's still one of my people. So the only way to 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 deal with that is with, with is with violence. Like there's no oh let's call a truce this type shit because mm, it's past that. Well, it's I, was, past I, that. I thought it was been past that. But, After the whole uh, 
stash, the, the, the stash thing. But but remember, they 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 gave him a body. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm so, talking about the. He's uh, talking about after the stash. The stash house. Remember, after they when tried they were to, moving and they shot, yeah. almost shot Canaan. Yeah, but 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 that's not. It wasn't. It, they weren't passive. They were just unresolved. Yeah, it was unresolved. Yeah. And and just because you hit my stash house, it doesn't automatically mean like death. Like I might hit your shit up, I might beat up some of your people, but it don't mean like. But when you kill one of mine, that's the only response mm-hmm. is I gotta kill one of yours. Because ultimately, Kanan didn't get shot. Like mm-hmm. they spared Kanan. Kanan could have been killed, mm-hmm. but he wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I think you gotta take that into consideration too. But now nah, this is yeah. If he's dead, it's a wrap. Like it's if he's not dead, it's still kind of a wrap. Yeah, that too. Yep. Because you because you, you can't. You can't take that type of act and not react to it because then you super you out the game at that point if you don't react to this. Mm-hmm. What was you about to say, Rod? Yeah, I just wanted to, to go back real quick before we close it out. But like um, in the at the showcase, what did y'all think about um, that moment between Kanan and um, and and the and the artist uh, famous, famous streets need a body? Yeah, like using like mm-hmm. somebody else's life. In his own lyrics, who, like who, that, like that typical rap shit. Whose story was he? Was he talking about? Canaan? Canaan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, he was looking. I was, I was like, I don't remember. So he ultimately was talking mm-hmm. about like him killing old boy on the record. So mm-hmm. I think that. So I know y'all said famous is annoying. This was the first episode where I actually felt like famous was annoying, mm-hmm. and I think. Oh really? Yeah, okay. I think that. Um, I almost I thought he was gonna be the one to get shot at the showcase. I, so I was like, they, I, they, I was like, they can go ahead and take him out. I'll be all right. I did too. Um, but I think that that realization is gonna cause some sort of um, distension between the two of them. And because I mean, he also uh, he he low key snitched on him, mm-hmm. right? And they say like artists be doing that sometimes. They be dry mm-hmm. snitching. And he also he like every time Kanan had to go sell, like he would all go off and do something else. Mm-hmm. He would go rap. Like he like you clearly see that he cares about rapping more than any of this street shit. He just hang around with. Well, him. I think he was writing the bars as he as he got he's the using his life. He's <laughs> using it as, as inspiration. Because like, mm-hmm. like even even uh, <laughs> even Crown was saying that shit. He was like, yeah, the shit you already got is kind of weak. We they want to hear that real street shit. Mm-hmm. And that's when he started mm-hmm. amping it up. And I guess using his friend's life. Mm-hmm. Just crazy, like, low key dope. She was like, "Don't you tell that nigga that shit. We'll mm-hmm. never shut up." Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like Kanan in this one. He, you mm-hmm. got a chance to kind of see him as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of. You got the fun. cheeks this, uh, this, in this yeah, episode got, too. You got some ass, mm-hmm. you know. But <laughs> you know, he was kind of he was happy. That's gonna come he back. Was I was gonna ask, too. like, is, was this episode was too many niggas too happy in this episode? Kind of like I a setup Kanan, episode. Kanan was the only one that was. All right, happy. Who else was happy? Lulu was happy. Lulu nah, Lulu really happy. He wasn't happy about it that night. Yeah, he got some ass, but he wasn't happy. I mean, Lulu always get ass. It's the second episode. He did the second third episode. He got ass. Kana was the only one until the end. Ju- Jukebox was happy on the bus with a white girl. At she said end, she didn't want to be with she, nobody else but her. Yeah, the puller out. It's halfway through the episode. She was miserable, stuck in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but thought, she got over her fear. She got. I did think that sequences sequencing was a little bit weird. It was seen like they just shot up the club, and then they then they. Cut to mm-hmm. Kanan going over his girl house. Then oh, she, all the kids getting, getting yeah. Some I was action. just like, that's oh yeah. Um, the one he getting head in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was happy too. But um, <laughs> but yeah, that it just seemed weird. Like, how did all that transpire right after the shooting? But isn't the, uh, that like kind of real life? Is like it? it just? I mean, first of all, it wasn't no shooting. It was just a fight. 
Uh, I guess fight so. parties get broke up by mm-hmm. fights all the time, and everybody scatter and then go do their thing, mm-hmm. their respective things. Okay, yeah. and yeah. They, that was probably smart on Lulu for just causing that a was fight, real not smart, a, not, a, not a shooting. Because I didn't even think about that. Like a shooting, it makes a lot more cops come around mm-hmm. fighting. It's just like oh. this is this is really good writing, man. Because you they, they kept talking about Brooklyn, Southside, whatever, mm-hmm. and that came back full circle when he yelled out Southside, mm-hmm. nigga, da 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 da. I was like, damn, they let they 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 put that in your head mm-hmm. for this and moment. And bring it back, yep. For yep. this moment. Like, that's good ass writing. Yep. And, and, and you know, uh, to piggyback on the good writing, Nick, mm-hmm. the point that you made about getting everybody to a happy place before some shit happens. Mm-hmm. Very, you know very what I'm saying? True. So so I think the writing is setting us up for some crazy shit to happen because, mm-hmm. like to to what Nay was saying, like, you know, there was this this showcase. Fight happens, shit broke up, and then all of the little youngins that's involved, they all get in some ass. They all they all in a happy place right now. And I don't know what the fuck is going to happen, but I think that they wrote that in there like that for a reason. Because, mm-hmm. Rod, you're 100% right. Like, it did feel weird where it was just like, okay, then we over here now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, well, we'll see. Right. But I, I definitely think they're trying to set something up. Rise before the fall. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm oh, sorry. One more thing. One more thing. <laughs> The putting that nigga in the wall. Stupid as hell. Stupid as hell. That's going to bite them in the ass. How is that stupid? That nigga's going to stink in about two (laughs) point five days. Um, He was not covered in- I don't think the show is going to go that far into the detail. Well, let's let's think about who he is. We talked about him being the city. They're going to look for his ass. Why he ain't showing up for work? That seemed a little crazy. It was dumb as hell. You put some staples in his head and then just b- put a board over him. Yeah, I was you might as well have stuffed his ass in the closet. That's the ultimately the what you only, did. The only out, the only out that I would see that is that was a Marvin decision and not mm-hmm. a Raquel decision. Raquel just said, "Handle the shit." She ain't say, "Put the nigga in the wall." I know. I, I know. <laughs> I He's the dumbass who did. Yeah. Any other thoughts on this episode? That was good. That was good. Um, we said two more episodes left. Yes. Oh, word. Yeah, it yeah. really, it's it's really does. Yeah. Yeah. I am really interested to see what the fall is next yeah. season, next good. episode. So this is the first setup episode. I feel like where they're they're trying to put stuff out there. You know, shit happened to keep you interested, but it's like the biggest shit is yet to come. Nine episodes in the season. Oh, okay. okay. Nine so how many more? Three more. Three yeah. more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This this one felt like the first setup episode. Mm-hmm. No, it was good. All right. Well, those are our thoughts on the latest episode of Raising Canaan, episode six, Level Up. Please let us know what you guys think about this series so far. F- FPS Podcast is the Reddit thread and also our handle for IG and Twitter. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. We out. Peace. Bye. Peace.